Genesis, the beginning of something new. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome, gentlemen, and welcome to the Rabbit Hole podcast. I don't know if I can call this a podcast properly because, you know, like when I when I think of a podcast, I think of like Joe Rogan talking to Elon Musk or like, you know, Jocko screaming into the mic like, go get some, get after it. Talking to some Navy SEALs had 10,000 deployments. But yeah, I'll get there. You know, I don't really know what this is. I just know it's something uh, that's healthy for me, for my mental health, for my life. And I'm just here. I'm just here to do it, you know. <laughs> and I think partly because, you know, why I'm not very ready to do something like this is because it, this is like a very impulsive thing. Like I thought about doing this last night. I literally, I literally went and got this microphone today, set up the software today and decided to press the record button and see how where it takes me you know and uh yeah again like it's very impulsive i haven't been it hasn't been part of my it hasn't been it hasn't been part it hasn't been a part it has not been a part of my you know my vision or my uh my manifestations you know it hasn't been one of those things uh and you know like i i truly believe that when you put something into your subconscious mind, you know, your subconscious mind finds a way to manifest it in your reality in some way, you know. And the best example I can give you of this, it's like, if you want to buy a new car, you want to buy like a new Porsche 911 or something. And, you know, you, you write down, I will I, I will get a Porsche 911 in two, in two years. And you print out a photo and you look at that photo. And, you know, it, it's weird because... If you make that such an integral part of your life, of your psyche, of your subconscious mind, you will realize that when you go out in town, like the only thing you will notice is Porsche 911s, like literally, literally. So I think that's why, like, because uh, this um, podcast has not been, uh, you know, in my subconscious mind a lot. Like I haven't been looking out for, you know, like specific people I can, I, I can talk to or like specific equipment I can buy or a specific way I can, uh, you know, set this up. So I'm, I'm kind of winging it. And if you're not, if you haven't been to Australia or if you haven't, if you're not from Australia, winging it means uh, I'm just taking a leap of faith and just doing it without much planning at all and uh yeah we're here to talk about jujitsu tonight because man jujitsu has been such a big part of my life in in 2020 and uh you know i'm I'm here to talk about my jujitsu journey in 2020 and you know so let me give you a little bit of an introduction uh my name is nathan and uh i'm turning 22 this year and I've been studying abroad in Australia for a total of like five years. And I'm, I'm back in Malaysia now. I'm, I'm from Malaysia. And uh, wow, that was a weird noise I just made. Um, I don't know if the microphone picked that up. It's like a burp and like a yawn or like a hiccup at, all at once. But, you know, uh, I, I started jujitsu last year. And to those of you guys who do not know what jujitsu is, go to YouTube and type in BJJ. You will find what is, in my humble opinion, actually not humble, in my fucking opinion, is the best sport in the universe. Like, not just Earth, the universe. Like, the universe. The universe. And, you know, so I, I started my jiu-jitsu journey last year. And uh, 
truly because you know, I, I watched I, I watch a lot of the UFC and I, I tried doing Muay Thai for a bit, but it just it just wasn't for me, you know, like because and you know I, I and I and then one day I realized that there was a jiu-jitsu gym near where I live, and honest to God, it's one of the best gyms in the world. Legion thirteen represent it is a fucking phenomenal and uh yeah that's where i started and you know i rocked up the first night and man i i'm a bulky i used to be a bulky dude you know like i did powerlifting in high school and all that and you know the the, the instructor told me do a forward roll and i was like do a what do a forward roll a forward roll and i was like what He's like, and he just start rolling forward on the mat, and I, and I was I was shocked. I was like, "What the fuck is this?" But you know, at that moment, I it was weird because there was, yeah, and I remember that night I was really frustrated at something. Like it was like, you know, I was I had a fight uh, with with my partner, and uh, it was just a terrible night. You know, like it was I was feeling shitty, like, and I was like. I checked my clock, you know, there was a class at seven and I got into the car. It was already like 6.55 or something and I rushed there and I, I was wearing a tank top to a gi jujitsu class, you know, beginner's class. Um, and he's like, do a forward roll. And I was like, at that moment, I was like, you know, I'm already here. The only thing I can do is just at least try. So I, I just ducked, you know, tucked my head, did a forward roll. <laughs> and it was beautiful. Like, honestly, it was wonderful. I went back home that night and... I was bloodied. Like, honestly, I was bloody. I wore like a singlet and uh, like a pair of shorts to a gi jiu-jitsu class. And I came back and like I had blood all over my leg. And, you know, I realized that, you know, I, I think I scraped like a like a piece of flesh off my knee. And then I just my leg was just, just my calf was full of blood. And it's like the most wonderful experience ever. I think I was sore for a week. Like, I shit you not, like I was sore for a week, you know. And from that day on, I, I loved it. You know, I, I went, you know, we, oh, actually I went like for a whole week and then COVID happened. Yeah. COVID happened. And, um, I had to stop for like a month. And when classes came back, like, I, I think I fell even deeper in love with it. And I think I, I, I think I, I, I went four days a week, you know, and in the beginning, and then when I got more comfortable with it, uh, it became five. Yeah, it became, you know, open mat as well. It became five. And it was a beautiful journey. And look, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and lie about this. Um, since the day I walked in, um, when, I, when I decided I was going to take this seriously, my goal was to get my blue belt in a year. And I'm, I'm very happy to say I did that. Uh, and I hope I deserved it. But... Yeah, my, my goal from day one was to get it in a year. And, you know, and I know belts don't mean much in jiu-jitsu. And to be honest, they don't. But because I've, I've never had a sport or anything in my life that, um, you know, I know, you know, I, I believe in self-growth, in, in your own self-worth. But at the same time, I've never had something in my life which was like a feasible you know, like a, like a certificate, like you have achieved this, you know, I've, I've never had that in, in my life. And my dream is like, since the beginning was like, I want jujitsu to be that for me. You know, I want to get my black belt, you know, like I know the journey never ends. And, but 
you know, that's something I, I'm aiming for, you know. And uh, um, so yeah, I I trained really hard. I went for my first competition, and uh, it didn't go so well. If you know the stories, you do. Uh, that's a that's a story for another day. But uh, it didn't go so well. Um, not in the sense that I did badly. I actually did really good. It's just the um, yeah, it's drama at the competition, and it's just terrible. Like we'll go into that some other time. But uh, yeah, um, towards the end on my last class. Uh, so oh, by the way, I graduated university last year in Australia. So I I uh, I went back to my home country of Malaysia, and uh, yeah, on my last um, night of jujitsu, I got promoted to my blue. And I'm not gonna lie, like, I've always had like a doubtful feeling. Like, did, did I get my blue just because I was gonna leave? Like, I don't want that to be the case. You know, I hope I deserved it. You know, like, um, I trained really hard for it. And yeah, like I'm overthinking it. Like that's, that's one of the things that I, I'm trying to fix in my, own personal journey which is just overthinking overthinking things you know i should just take it you know but yeah it is what it is and i'm, I'm very grateful and uh yeah but you know i i come from a small town in malaysia um it's called cebu i'll link a photo like right here like somewhere on the screen and there are no jujitsu gyms here you know and i was i was so bummed that there aren't any jujitsu gyms here and that segues into why this podcast is called the rabbit hole podcast and it's because um my soon to be jujitsu gym uh i hesitate when i say gym because i want to do it in a respectful way you know i want to do it in a it's outrageous for a blue belt to open a gym you know it's absolutely ludicrous but you know so i'm it's not so i don't want to label it as a gym it's more like of my own place where i can roll you know and and you know the question of who i who i would roll it's just like i don't know i don't know i just need a space you know and i because no one here i don't know anyone who knows jujitsu here but i believe that if i have a space it would open myself up to the possibility of getting people to do jujitsu and maybe um yeah just just getting me back on the journey even if it's like even if it's like just baby steps you know even if it's like me crawling i don't care like i want to be back on the journey you know i haven't i haven't rolled in like two months and i want to be back on the journey you know and i miss it so much and uh yeah you know we've, it's no dis like there's no disrespect here like i know it's crazy it's just like i i want jujitsu to be a part of my life again you know and it's like it's the only way like it's literally the only way like like there is there is no other way <laughs> like like i could fly out you know or, or or something like that but covid is you know it's fucking up that plan so if if in the feasible future it is the only way you know and talking about why it's called rabbit hole it's because you know i i truly believe jujitsu is the hardest sport in the world you know it's like it's 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 phenomenal like if you've never tried jujitsu before you know i assume most people watching this have done jujitsu before but if you haven't done jujitsu before my god it is the best sport in the u as i said in the universe in the in the absolute unit like there is nothing better like nothing no sport and by the way this is just a whinge the fact that is it is not the fact that it is not an olympic sport is outrageous in my opinion it's crazy it's crazy it should be 
<laughs> it's, it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy, you know? And the reason why I'm calling it rabbit hole is because I believe that, and Jordan Peterson talked about this in his book, you know, um, there is chaos and there is order in life. And these two things are always in battle. You know, you, you want to tread the line in the middle, but these two things are constantly, they're polar opposites, you know? And chaos is like adventure, growth, creativity, uh, desire, you know, wanting to be better, wanting to do more. And uh, order is security. You know, it's like, I'm happy, I'm comfortable, I'm safe, I'm secure, uh, you know. It, let me give you an example. It's really easy to have a nine-to-five job, relatively, relatively, right? It's easy to have like a, like a um, secure income-producing job, that you go to nine o'clock in the morning, you get home five o'clock at night, and that's that, you know, and you get your paycheck and you spend your paycheck. It's, e it's relatively easy. It's also relatively easy to be a starving artist. You know, you can, to not give a shit, to not give a fuck about what you're eating, what your wife is eating, what your kids are eating, whether or not you're living in a good neighborhood. Like it's also easy to just dive into your dreams and be chaotic and be creative and be this artist. You know, it's easy to do that. But what's difficult is to find a middle ground. You know, for you to, to and also like if you're talking about business, it's entrepreneurship. You know, it's being able to have a dream, to have foresight, to have this vision of what you want but at the same time, do the necessary steps to make sure that you're secure. You know, it's really hard to tread the line in the middle. And going back to jujitsu, you know, in jujitsu, like it is one of the hardest sports in the world. Like in no sport will you experience as much pain. Like, the, like look, there are things that in life hurt more than jujitsu. For sure, for sure. Like getting hit by lightning. But then you'd probably be dead. That's Let me give a better example. Like getting hit by a car, you know, or if you're a woman, you know, giving birth. Or if you're a guy, you know, getting kicked in the balls. Those things are, I would say, more painful than the average thing that will happen to you in the jiu-jitsu, on the jiu-jitsu mats, you know, on average. But the fact that you have to wake up every morning with almost every single joint in pain with every joint sore now this is something that is exclusive to jujitsu exclusive i believe to my knowledge to my knowledge they may be some other crazy sport to my knowledge exclusive to jujitsu and this idea to wake up every morning feeling sore feeling pain doesn't mean you're a professional. It could just, if you do jujitsu two days a week proper, like you're committed, you do all the drills, you roll all the rolls hard, not even hard, like medium, you know, like six out of 10, you will be sore. Your joints will hurt without a doubt. And I don't, I don't, I don't, I, I truly believe that no other sport in this world, if you put in like six out of 10 effort, you will wake up every morning with your joints sore. Like, I don't think so. To my knowledge, I truly cannot name a different sport like this. And that is why it's called rabbit hole. Because I believe that when it comes to things which require 
this level of dedication and this level of passion and desire. You need to go over the edge. You need to dive yourself in to the rabbit hole like Alice. Just a little bit over the edge, you know, not... You need to be consumed a little bit by the chaos to be, to, to have that raw desire, you know, a little bit without being consumed totally. You know, you, you can't be consumed totally. And the perfect example of this, <laughs> I hope I don't cop shit for, uh, I hope I don't cop shit for this is rolling a higher belt. You know, when you roll a higher belt, People tend to say, focus on the fundamentals, which you should. You should be focusing on the fundamentals. And anything in life, you know, you, you need good fundamentals. Like if you want to be good at business, you got to be, you know, you got to know the fundamentals. You got to know, you got to know how to do your own accounting. You, know, you got to know how to be accountable. You got to know how to be a good leader. You can't just say, I want to make money and diving and you're going to dive right in. Then you're, gonna, you're just going to become like the starving artist. You know, it's just going to be like, you're just going to be like, this is what I want to do. This is how I want to do it. You're not going to learn the proper way. It's how it is. So if you want to learn to play the piano, you can't just go there and play like a ballad. You have to learn the basics. Like jujitsu, when you roll a higher belt, they say work on your fundamentals. So play simple guards, closed guard, de la Hiva. When you're stuck in side control, hip escape. Um, when you're in closed guard, you know, do, you do, do the general stuff. But then you also, in my opinion, now this, 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 I, I do say is my humble opinion because I, I, I am very humble when it comes to jujitsu. You need that little bit of creativity. You need that little bit of chaos, you know? And, you know, the gym I trained at Legion 13, they are phenomenal at teaching fundamentals. Like, Man, like they are spot on. Like it's actually absolutely incredible, incredible. But then again, stuff like rubber guard, they don't they don't really go into. And I'm blessed with the flexibility of being able to play a little bit of rubber guard. And I I do I love playing rubber guard. It's so fun, you know. Like to to have your foot almost at your head like it's fantastic you know it's cool you know and it's got style factors you know it's got style points like it, come on like jujitsu is a serious sport but at the same time you need that creativity you need that joy in it if not it becomes you know like it, it's not just jujitsu in anything in life if you're passionate passionate about it you need that sense of creativity you need that sense of enjoyment you know like so when you roll a higher belt and they say focus on the fundamentals, sometimes you got to go over the edge, in my humble opinion. Sometimes when you're stuck in bottom side, you got to try something pretty crazy. You got to try some crazy chokes. And look, I don't mean, and again, it goes back to the idea of order and chaos. If you just stick to the fundamentals and never try anything new, you stagnate yourself. On the other side of the spectrum, if you rock up and you roll a higher belt and you treat it with disrespect, you're like, I know everything. I'm just going to try all these crazy moves that you've never even like attempted before. And you're on the other side of the spectrum. But if you're somewhere in the middle, if you work hard on your fundamentals, but at the same time, you indulge a little bit on the fun stuff, on the creative stuff, 
then jujitsu becomes so much more fun. It becomes so much more creative. And you jump into the rabbit hole a little bit, you know? And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. That's all I want to say about jujitsu. I ordered the mats. Um, I'm getting a quotation soon. Hopefully, they will come in a matter of weeks and we will get something going. But, yeah, jujitsu gave me a lot of stability, a lot of order in my life, a lot of discipline in my life. There were times where I didn't feel like rocking up at the mats, where I didn't feel like I wanted to roll. But because of the discipline that jujitsu instilled within me, I dragged myself to the mat and I bring, and because of this, I am able to bring this in so many other parts of my life, you know, to be more accountable, to be more, as I said, disciplined. And uh, yeah. And to be honest, you know, the reason why I'm doing this podcast is I'm going through something pretty personal right now in my life. And, you know, I'm not going to lie. It's, it's, it's a personal, it's a relationship issue. And, uh, you know, a big part of why I'm having turmoil in my relationships is because I've been a child in a lot of these scenarios, you know, I, have been outsourcing my needs to other people, making them responsible for my own sense of self. And to be honest, starting, you know, this podcast or this talk show is really a step for me to become more self-sufficient, to regain my sense of self-respect and identity. You know, because I'm an expressive guy. I like to speak, I like to share, I like to talk, and uh, with my partner, I feel like I locked her in a box because I made her responsible for meeting my this need of self-expression and on top of that, of a validation, you know, to not only listen to me, but to listen to me and then validate me, which is an extremely, like, when I, you know, when I say it now, like it's ridiculous, like it's 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 fucking stupid, you know. So, this podcast for me is truly a way of self-expression, of uh, of sharing. And uh, look, I've I've always wanted to do something like this, you know, YouTube videos or something like that, and. I have made YouTube videos before, you know, in, in high school and even primary school. Well, primary school is a long time ago. And uh, actually, I'll put, a, I'll put a clip in here. And uh, the only thing, the only explanation, the only, you know, description I can give of my uh, previous YouTube endeavors is just cringe. Like, uh, it, it's literally just, just like my face turns into like a lemon when I see those videos resurface, like it's just cringe beyond explanation. And I feel a lot of that is because when I made those videos, I wasn't coming from the right space, you know? It wasn't from a place of pure um, of pure sharing and expression. It was from a place of 
again wanting to meet needs in a toxic manner needs of wanting to feel important needs of wanting to feel secure of validation of wanting to feel important and respected you know wanting the likes wanting the shares wanting the comments the engagements and because of that i became very superficial uh, superficial you know i when i when i go back and look at those videos like when i speak i don't even recognize the person who's speaking you know which is ridiculous and in a way i'm very very grateful that none of those things ever gain traction because if they did it would validate the sense the idea in my mind that it is okay to fulfill my needs in that manner in that fashion and i would probably be in a very toxic place right now and it's so sad because a lot of people like i was born in 1999 you know i'm i'm turning 22 this year and it's crazy how you know i had a couple years in my childhood where i didn't have access to a phone you know or to to like technology as we know it uh i remember a time where at night instead of being on a sc- being uh, looking at a screen i was doing something else i was with my family i was interacting with human beings physically whereas a lot of people now they grow up in an age where it's just technology like technology is god in a way and you know a lot of people are are really 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 addicted to social media and you know they they might not post long form content like videos on youtube and stuff but i mean like instagram you know people who who share photos on instagram and get that sense of validation that dopamine kick from instagram is is ridiculous excuse me um it's like if your happiness and your sanity of mind is tied to your follower count or the number of likes you get on a post like man you 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 need to break free of that like you need you need to find a different way to live you know and i'm not going to lie like the last couple of days have been really tough on me um i've had to go into my subconscious and rewire a lot of things and i feel as human beings we have to sometimes break free and be able to see life from a third person perspective you know um i'm turning 22 this year and it would be a blessing if i live to 60 you know that's a third of my life and day to day when your when your perception is all up here and it's all base level when you're stressed about you know your work or your own psychological drama you it's hard for you to conceptualize that like a third of your life is already gone you know like it's really hard but when you think about it like a third it's like you know if again the example of a 9 to 5 job like the daily routine of a person who does a 9 to 9 to 5 job it's like you wake up you go to work you're halfway through having your lunch you're having your sandwich and you, you know it's half eaten that's like a third of your day you know you go back home i mean i mean you you finish your job you get back at 5 that's the second third you go back home you enjoy a beer and that's the that's the conclusion you know so uh 
life is really short it's really fragile and you know it's really important to take inventory of yourself you know to to be mindful of how you how you're feeling and where you're progressing and uh yeah so it's yeah the last couple of days have been really tough but we're trucking forward we are getting after it um and yeah like it and it's also you know one last thing to wrap up it's really important to have a vision you know and a lot of people say like oh what what what's the difference between a vision and a goal you know a goal is something you move towards but a vision is something that pulls you toward it you know you can set 10,000 goals and still get nowhere but if you have a vision you will get there you know and and the reason for this is because when you set a goal like for example like i want to make $10,000 there is there could be no why to that like why do you want to make that $10,000 if the why to you setting a goal is simply because you want the dopamine kick of achieving that goal, you got to get your vision sorted out. Because if you do that, then you're just like a druggie. You're willing to set any goal so long as it gives you the illusion that you're moving ahead. But in reality, you're just achieving something. And achieving something doesn't mean you're moving ahead. You know, because you could achieve 10 different things and 10 different things are pulling you in 10 different ways. So in other words, you're standing still. So if life has been beating you down and you've had a couple days of life just giving it to you, man, like honestly, like just slamming it to you. If you're at a state of desperation, of depression, of fear, of anxiety, of dread, do not dwell. I know that firsthand and dwelling is the worst thing you can do because when you dwell, you die. Because when you dwell, you submit yourself to false realities and take them as truth. Instead, set your intention. Let it be known to your mind, especially your subconscious mind, that this is what I want and I will not take no for an answer that you will not have it any other way. And when you do this, your life will change. When you do this, things will start moving because you'll become more abundant because you will be at a state where you are willing to take chances, that you're willing to do new things, that you're willing to show up to be your best self no matter how you feel. And you will realize the scarcity of life. You will realize that, hey, I'm 22. I've got my issues, but I haven't got long left. And every day counts and every day matters. And you will keep moving forward no matter what. So ladies and gentlemen, I'm very grateful that you're able to spend this night with me. As I said, I'm going through some really tough times right now. And this is a great way for me to meet my need of self-expression in a very healthy way. And, uh, yeah, if you enjoyed this, if I was some kind of white noise, I fantastic. If you enjoyed listening to me, if you enjoyed just this interaction, feel free to hit the subscribe button to be notified when I post again.
I actually don't know where this is going to go. Uh, I literally got this microphone today and uh, I set this up. I'm in my bedroom. I set this up and uh, we shall see where this goes. But I'm really enjoying this. I feel like I'm ex expressing authentically. I feel like there is no bullshit here. I'm going to keep it real. And just by the way, this is not a politically correct podcast or show. Like, I'm going to make some jokes. I'm going to say some things in the future. I just know it. That is not politically correct. But I'm again, I'm making a joke. So if someone out there is looking for a politically correct show, uh, this ain't for you, man. So I hope you enjoyed this. Uh, I surely did. I hope that wherever you are right now, to stay abundant, to stay happy, all the best. Take care and remember in whatever you're doing, go just a little bit further and go into the rabbit hole. See you guys. Take care.